Uh, there it is, the greatest song of all time, Aretha's Respect, of course. And that, according to Rolling Stone magazine, they have just updated their greatest song list, greatest 500 songs of all time for the first time in nearly 20 years. Aretha Franklin on top with Respect. Fight the Power from Public Enemy at number two. And number three on this list is A Change Is Gonna Come from the great Sam Cooke. Now, this is a list that has got everybody offering an opinion, including our friend and music expert, Eric Helper, who joins us now here on Global News Radio. Eric, good afternoon. Good afternoon. I think I speak for everybody when I say, I hate this list. I love this list. Yeah. <laughs> that really is the headline. I think you're right. Uh, pretty much. It, it's pretty much like too much rock, not enough rock, too much hip hop, not enough hip hop. Too much jazz, not enough jazz. Too much country, not enough country. Which is exactly why, you know, have you ever wanted to wonder why the world is torn apart? It's me essentially because there's not enough Who songs in the Rolling Stones top 500 list, really. <laughs> okay. Uh, what stands out for you from this uh, list? Uh, as you mentioned, I mean, there is a lot of uh, squabbling, if you will, or debate going uh, back and forth here. But uh, is there one thing in particular looking down this list that kind of stands out for you? Yeah, how contemporary it is. Um, I I, re- I bought every single special issue of Rolling Stone whenever they did things like this. The 500 greatest albums of all time, the 100 greatest singers of all time, and of course, the 500 best songs of all time, which was released 17 years ago, um, jam-packed with really cool information and, and justification for why Bob Dylan's Like a Rolling Stone, for instance, would be the best song ever written and recorded um, 17 years ago when they did their last list but how contemporary this list um pleasantly surprised me um the sheer amount of hip-hop the amount of songs that reference civil rights the amount of songs um from black artists that would have never been on this list um in fact 17 years ago it was pretty classic rock heavy um, and that's simply because a lot of the writers and editors of Rolling Stone magazine were old white males. And pretty much that was the case for a lot of magazines and music and entertainment back then. But, you know, as Sam Cooke sung, you know, a change was going to come. And there's more diversity at these at these magazines and these media outlets. And therefore, songs mean different to them than they do for somebody else. Stairway to Heaven <clears throat> may not have as much relevance in their life from Led Zeppelin, but Sam Cooke's anthem certainly does. And I think this list definitely reflects 2000. 21 i think better than any other list i've seen so far yeah and when you think about it 17 years between lists i mean there are i'll call them kids out there that are now uh driving they weren't born when the last list uh, was uh, issued and they're now got driver's licenses they've grown up with uh you know different music and in different times and you're absolutely right i mean just think about how the world has changed in the last 17 years and you know music reflects our times but uh sometimes uh, you know as the times have changed some songs uh, become more relevant and you kind of realize that maybe they were ahead of their time. Yeah. And, and you know, that 17 year old that loved music when the last list came out is now 34 in a position of power and grew up in a generation their entire lives when Crazy in Love by Beyonce and Jay-Z was a monster hit. They grew up at a time um, when Kanye West and Pusha T's Runaway sitting at number 25 was a huge, huge song. Um, 
And, you know, maybe Nirvana Smells Like Teen Spirit was a classic rock song to them because it was released before they were born. But, you know, when they see what was going on with the marches last summer for various reasons, whether um, it was for um, for for George or for civil rights movement or just women's marches. That's where you hear Aretha Franklin's respect all over again. You hear public enemies fight the power, Sam Cooke. Um, you hear what's going on by Marvin Gaye. Um, and if you're a huge TikTok person, you've heard dreams by Fleetwood Mac because of that dude riding on the skateboard right. on the back <laughs> of a truck drinking ocean spray. It's not just the the you know that short moment that makes the song new again it's the generation to generation to generation that continues to love these songs and uses it for their own benefit even if they are just fans is there anything that really surprised you on this list because i've seen uh, some of the debate online about outcast and hey yeah and uh, hey love outcast love hey yeah but uh, you know a lot of people <laughs> are saying is that really one of the top 10 songs of all time <laughs> Yeah, you know, I, I think that there, I probably, though, I'm surprised that there's no Led Zeppelin in the top 100. There's no Who in the top 100. Um, for a lot of the, the commenters, um, you know, there's no Neil Young except for Heart of Gold at 259. Miles Davis is so what? The legendary from, from the kind of blue album just creeps in at 492. Um, so I, it's not so much of the songs in particular, but I, I think just how fun some of these songs truly are. Like, hey, yeah, might not be you know, the greatest lyrical song that was ever written. Um, but, you know, mixing funk and pop and rap and rock in three and a half minutes um, and probably one of the greatest dance floor songs that you could ever play if your party needs a little bit rocking. Um, performed by one of the greatest, you know, rap and hip hop groups of all time in Outkast. Yeah, it, it's got to be up there for sure. Okay, you know, well and, and and the other thing is too, like, you know, and, and not to put a ban a damper on every argument, like they had, you know, four thousand songs submitted. So sometimes it only takes five people to reach the top five hundred <laughs> songs too. Well, I was gonna ask you, it sort of leads to this question is what makes a song great? And that is so tough to answer because I think there's so many different things. It can make a political statement as we were talking about and reflect the times, or it can be something like an outcast song that uh, it just makes you feel good. Yeah, you know, Motown had a really great version of that philosophy, which is that if the secretary could hum the song the first time that she heard it, it was a hit. And th then they wouldn't touch it again. If they were like, ah, a little bit confused or were having trouble remembering where the song landed after the chorus, they wouldn't, they would just all go back in the studio and redo it. For a song, it I think it depends on what era you're in too. You know, for for 30 years, it was all about love and girlfriends and boyfriends and kissing and remember that moment walking in the sand. And then, you know, the 90s hit and things weren't so great. And then you had Nirvana and Pearl Jam and Alice in Chains and things got a little bit more grungier but then on the other side of the coin you had britney spears and nsync singing like there was no no bad news whatsoever i think now depending on what kind of style of music you play it's almost like you have to make a statement it's almost like we've gone back to 1985 86 when you and i have talked about this in the past of like when live aid hit and 
listeners out there will know exactly what I'm talking about. It seemed like every artist needed to have a cause. They needed to have a reason for writing that song, helping out other people, helping out another country. If you're in like rap and hip hop or rap or, or soul or funk or pop music, it's almost like your cause has to stand beside you to show what kind of a person you are in order to write the song you have. And I think we're going to see a lot of that coming up. Okay, let me ask you this question, which I think is the toughest to uh, answer. What is, since we are discussing the greatest songs of all time, what is Eric Elper's greatest song of all time? Oh, it's a whole lot of shaking going on by Jerry Lee Lewis. There, there's no other, there's no either either that or Tutti Fruity by Little Richard with Wap Babaloo Bapa Wap Bam Boom. Just bringing a call to action to teenagers and literally inventing teenagers as we know it. It was the first two singles I ever bought. And that's why they are still, I think, whole lot going on more. And the greatest, the greatest song ever written. Two minutes, 54 seconds. That's all you need. See, I knew it. That's why Eric Helper is a music expert, right? I ask him the tough questions. It's like, I got it. I got the an answer. No, no problem <laughs> at all. I, Most of okay, us are hum and haw. Ask, like, ah, bah, bah. <laughs> ask me something tough. Ask me what, what my postal code is. <laughs> no idea. Three letters, three numbers. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> Eric, uh, pleasure as always. Thanks for helping us uh, break down the list. Appreciate it. Thanks. Thanks, Jeff. We'll talk soon. You got it. Music expert Eric Helper with us on Rolling Stone Magazine's update on their greatest 500 songs of all time here on Global News Radio. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. (laughs) For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.